This is Liliana's Romance Library. Hi, I'm Liliana, and today we'll be discussing Pride and Prejudice by Jane Austen. Jane Austen is one of my favorite authors. She was an author during Victorian England, and she has been known worldwide for her work on um, in stories, um, long stories, short stories, different things like that. She has had her stories been adapted into movies, into TV shows, miniseries. All of us have heard of Pride and Prejudice. Some people have heard of Persuasion, Sense and Sensibility. She really is one of the reasons why I was so attracted to history and, um, I've always wanted to dress up and go to balls and dances and I can relate to some of her characters in so many ways because I've got kind of an attitude myself, but I was raised to behave myself as well. So it's one of those things you have to learn how to kind of dig at people without actually coming right out and being inappropriate or vulgar. So um, that's one reason Pride and Prejudice is my all-time favorite. I can really um, relate um, to the daughters in it. And honestly, uh, Lizzie is one of my all-time favorites. She is the second daughter. Um, And there are, um, let's see, five no one two three yeah five daughters in the Bennett family and it's that's a lot for a father to try and marry off they were always hoping for a son and in Victorian England women could not inherit so the um titles and things like that like lord would go to their closest male relative So unfortunately, um, they would not be able to inherit um, their own father's estate. Um, They would inherit a uh, allowance, basically, but that's all their father could really leave them. Um, Luckily, he by the end of it, they have um, three daughters married, and they don't have to really worry about it too much. The oldest daughter is very sweet, very kind, um, loving. She's very quiet, um, but beautiful. Uh, She ends up marrying very well. And there's a lot of controversy with it, but um, he's a very good man. And they're both very easygoing, very sweet. One of the jokes is that they will always be... um, taken advantage of by their servants because they're too kind and too sweet. Um, and then of course, Lizzie ends up with someone who's kind they they've kind of started off as enemies and he was very, Mr. Darcy is very condescending to their little town. And it was very interesting because of his attitude or, his, I guess, prejudice, I think that's where they get the prejudice from. Um, he, he looked down on the family, um, the way they behaved, the, the younger sisters, especially the very young, two youngest, um, sometimes by their middle sister, always by their mother and occasionally by their father, they were very looked down upon because they didn't always behave properly in society. So nobody really wanted to be 
a, a marriage association with them. And Mr. Darcy has a very large estate, lots of money, and is a catch. So he definitely is somebody that they wanted for one of their daughters. But unfortunately, with his attitude and the way he behaves, um, nobody really wanted him at first. And he wasn't interested anyway. And come to find out, of course, he was engaged since he was an infant to basically his cousin um and unfortunately well fortunately for him um he's never been interested in his cousin she is very um sickly um she's never been really made to do anything she just sits there quietly and her mother is a very strong presence who basically bowls everybody over <laughs> and so she is not something that he really worries about he doesn't really care eventually it comes out that um he falls in love with lizzie lizzie eventually eventually falls in love with him and they do get married and um everything ends there for all intents and purposes now people since the series was created have written like almost like fan fiction but some people have actually been published um books that kind of say what happens after they're married so there's a lot going into it um you know what happened to them after they got married did they have children what kind of drama there's all sorts of things and it's been adapted in many different ways one of the ways is um Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. So they took a zombie approach to all of it. And um, then, of course, there was always, oh, well, you're, you need to be trained by Shaolin monks and all this. But you were trained in Japan and they would look back down on them and stuff like that in Pride, Prejudice and Zombies. And then, of course, there's, um, I think the movie was Mr. Darcy, I think was the name of it. Um it was about them having a son and how they interact. And then also, you know, somebody ends up murdered. It ends up being a murder mystery and they have to figure it out. And um, it was hinted that it might have been Mr. Darcy, but it was also hinted that he was just trying to um, protect the person or that he knew the person who actually did it. And it's a lot of complications that I'm really not sure of because I haven't really watched it. However, um, my favorite adaptation is the BBC adaptation of Pride and Prejudice. It was a mini series. Um, we actually, my grandmother bought it on VHS. It's been that long ago. Uh, Mr. Darcy was played by Colin Firth in her, his younger days. So it was five or six VHS tapes long. You can get it on DVD now. Um, I can't remember if it's one DVD or two, but you can get the whole series. It was really good. I really enjoyed it. They had really good acting. They stuck pretty well to the story. I hate it when they um, change things up, but the adaptation was really good. Um, they made a Pride and Prejudice movie later on with Kiera Knightley. She played Lizzie really well. 
we all know she can. This woman is phenomenal. So she has the right attitude, the right poise, everything um, to be able to play the part. And really, even with her look, she invokes the character the way we hear and see her and everything. Um, when it comes to the different ways people view Jane Austen, it's always viewed as a their women's stories, their romances. It should be in the romance novels, but really, they're not. It really covers the life that women lived during Victorian e England. And these are um, gentlemen's daughters, not, not the servants, not royalty. This is the gentry and how they lived, how they adapted to things, what was expected of them, especially of the women. Um, women were expected to dress a certain way, to act a certain way. It was very cutthroat in a lot of ways. And... People don't understand that. Not only were you uncomfortable in your clothing and you were expected to look beautiful but barely be able to breathe in corsets and wear these sleek gowns but then wear these giant bustled gowns. And honestly, I'm glad they don't go quite that extravagant in um, the Jane Austen universe, really. Um, I know it was a big thing during Victorian England, but I much prefer the sleek down A-line dresses versus the big bustled dresses. Um, however, that is something that um, they had to wear back then. That was a quite normal. You had to have a chaperone no matter where you went. Um, a servant had to go with you. If you went, if you were a lady and you went riding, a servant had to be with you, either your lady in waiting or, um, handmaid, handmaiden or a, um, another servant. You couldn't be alone with men at all. Um, now that does happen in, um, some of Jane Austen's stories however it shows the reason why you're not supposed to also so depending on which story you read it can be really light and fun or it can be very tragic and dark or it can start one way and go another way it's definitely something to look at now I have the complete Jane Austen collection in paperback so I have everything but on digital, I have them individually. So when you're reading the whole thing, it gets a little daunting. I do love that even though it's a paperback, they didn't sleek down the pages. Um, on the end where you open it, it is, um, the pages are not all the same length and cut smooth. They're um, in and out just like a old fashioned book would be made. So I really like that. I wish it was a hardback like that. Um, just because I love hardbacks, it would hold up against the test of time so much better than the paperback would. But um, it was a gift. I am thrilled to have it. And having the digitals allow me to concentrate on just that portion versus having to thumb through the whole book. Um, another thing would that you would be interested in possibly is the Jane Austen Book Club. It was another movie that was created. Um, it was very good. It tells they go through the different stories and goes through their relationships and their interactions with each other as they go through these stories. So it's definitely something to look into there. 
and different people's approaches to how they deal with each other. Um, there's also call, a movie called Austin Land uh, with the girl, I think it was the girl who played Felicity was in it. Something like that. I don't know. There's a, been a lot of different things when it comes to Jane Austen. So there's so many resources and things you can look at out there. I am just starting up uh, to do my bachelor's program for history. So I'm going to be going, starting up my college classes at the end of this week. And one of my classes is Victorian, um, Britain. So hopefully there's some, be some more information I can provide that. That's one reason I chose to come back with this episode. Um, so we may touch a little more on Victoria and Britain. Um, and I may go over some more of Jane Austen's stories here, um, over the next few months. We'll just have to see how it goes. I'm sorry that I haven't done a podcast in the last two weeks with everything getting ready for school and some craziness with vehicle problems and trying to get everything straightened out. There, there's so much going on in life. It's life. That's what happens. Uh, everybody can understand that, I'm sure. But I will definitely endeavor to never let that happen again. Um, try and get these finished ahead of time and keep everybody up to date. Thank you so much for listening to Liliana's Romance Library. You can follow us on Twitter at Liliana's Library. You can follow on Facebook at Liliana and Patreon at Liliana's Romance Library. There is a group as well as, of course, Patreon. And there's also, you can find my personal page it well personal for the podcast um Liliana Tiefling on Facebook and of course you can always find the podcast um pretty much wherever podcasts are available and once again this is Liliana for Liliana's Romance Library thank you for listening have a good one